Welcome to Coffee Talk with Linda Davis. I'm Linda Davis. Before we dive into God's Word today, just a little about myself. I love Jesus. I love coffee. And I love sharing keys to abundant living. So go grab a cup of coffee and join me today as we talk about leveling up. Going up a level in the things the Lord has for you, in your relationship with the Lord, closer to your destiny, closer to purpose, walking in purpose. I made the comment to someone earlier today about leveling up and it just resounded with me and I haven't been able to shake it for the rest of the day. So I believe the Holy Spirit is breathing on that and he's calling us to level up because he's trying to get us to produce at a new level to go forth in the things he has for us in this season. I mentioned this in last week's podcast, something similar to this about we're not in the same hour. It's not the same as it was yesterday. We're not in the same day as we were in yesterday. It's different now, and we've got to approach things differently. We have to hear differently. We have to see differently, and we have to walk differently. In order to do that, we have to level up in the Lord. We have to have a willingness, a persistence, and a yielded heart to just pursue the things of God, and then whatever we hear from him, act on it. See, he can tell us things and he can have things for us, but we have the choice. We choose what we're going to do. I believe I talked about that last week too. And the choices that we make, are whether we will be the new wineskin or whether we will not. The Lord is always calling us higher. He's always calling us up. He's always calling us deeper. He's always warning us against complacency against becoming lukewarm, against even, I don't know if it's worse than that, but just as bad as that, becoming distracted, uh, hindered, right? Entangled. Uh, There's that scripture in Hebrews chapter 12, right? Let us throw off everything that hinders us in the sin that so easily entangles us and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. We have to shake some things off so we can level up. We have to let some things go so we can level up. How do we do that? We get in God's presence. We pursue the heart of God. He's, imagine a newborn baby, right? Obviously they, they either, they nurse one way or the other. They're, they either nurse at the breast or they nurse at the bottom. But they're not having solid food yet because they can't process it yet. They're not ready for it yet. But how ridiculous is it to have, say, a four-year-old only nursing and having no other nutrition, nothing else of substance in their lives? They will be malnourished. They will not grow how they need to grow. They will be hindered. And that's where we sit sometimes, right? In 1 Corinthians, it says, I gave you milk, not solid food, for you were not ready for it yet. And then it goes on to say, indeed, you are still not ready. Let's get ready. Let's be ready for the meat the Lord desires to give us. Actually, also in Hebrews, back in chapter five, we're told, although by this time you ought to be teachers, but yet you need someone to reteach you the basic principles of God's word. 
So you're still being bottle fed when you ought to be at least sitting in the high chair eating finger food at a minimum. You need milk, not solid food. You're not ready for the solid food. You can't handle it yet. We've got to level up. We've got to get to that place where we are ready to handle what God needs us to handle to do what God needs us to do. It always comes back to that. And even just being complacent, right? We know in Revelations chapter three, what happens to the complacent. And we don't think of ourselves that way when we're quote unquote, just complacent. It's like, we're just going through the motions. I'm good in my little circle. I read my Bible. I have my little prayer time. I talk with who I want to talk with. I fellowship with who I want to fellowship with. I'm not allowing God to cause me to step out of my boundaries or out of my box. I'm comfortable going to church on Sunday mornings and no more. That's complacent. That's lukewarm. You're not in sin, but you're not growing in the Lord and you're not allowing the Lord to use you for his kingdom purposes. That's what Revelation 3 is telling us. I know your deeds that you are neither hot nor cold. And I wish he would actually rather we be one or the other. I would wish that you were hot or cold because you know what? Since you're neither, I'm about to, and this is the word of God, I'm about to vomit you out of my mouth. Can I just paraphrase that and say that the lukewarm person, the complacent person, turns the stomach of God to a place where he wants to throw up. And that sounds terrible, but it's the word of God. We have to understand he's actually putting a demand on us to level up. Since I referenced Revelation 3, let's just jump over one chapter to Revelation 4. One of my favorite chapters. It's all about going higher in the Lord going up to the next level, being willing to respond to God when he calls you. And I'm provoking you here. My desire today is to provoke you, to stir you, I guess, to have a desire to press in deeper than where you are right now. Whether you've been in this one week, one year, 10 years, or 30 years, there's a new level for each and every one of us. Nobody has attained Nobody has reached their pinnacle. We all have a deeper place in the Lord to go. And he's calling all of us all the time to come sup with him, to spend time with him, to fellowship with him. He longs for us. Do you ever miss somebody and long for them? And maybe you don't have the choice. Like, okay, so eliminate texting, eliminate FaceTime and all those easy access things. When we miss somebody, we can just do that. But a longing for someone and you just, it's not tangible. You cannot have that time with them. That's how the Lord longs for us. Before we get into Revelation 4, let's stay in Revelation 3 for a moment. In verse 20, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice, are we listening to the voice of the Lord. Are our ears open to him calling us? I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. He wants our fellowship. 
He is seeking. He's not barging in. He's not, he's not kicking down any doors. He is seeking an invitation by us. He's inviting us to invite him. That's pretty powerful right there. He's inviting us to invite him in. So thinking about that, and he's saying, I stand at the door and knock and anyone that hears, respond. He's saying, would you please respond to this? I'm knocking at the door. I'm waiting for your response. And then you go over to Revelation chapter four, and it says, starting at verse one, this is, this is all John talking. After these things, I looked and behold, a door standing open in heaven. So I want to stop there for a minute because he says, after these things. So whatever happened right before that is important. That's why this is happening, because it is after these things. So let's just step back to these things for a moment, which I really think we just addressed. But like, let's just take a look. So John has just finished talking about all the different churches, and I'm not going to take the time to go in that in this podcast. But he talks about the loveless church. And you can research these out to grasp what he's warning against in all these. He's talking about the persecuted church. He's talking about the compromising church. Any of this sounding familiar? He's talking about the corrupt church, the dead church, the place where you can't even feel God in his own house. It's like going to, you know, so my kids were out of town and I had to go over their house and check on it. And it's not the same in their house when they're not there. It's like, it's an odd feeling to be in their house and they're not there. It just doesn't feel the same. There's not the same life there, the same noise and vibrancy there. It, there's a hollowness. There's an emptiness to it. That's the same thing as a dead church. When we go to a church just to go and God is not there, we cannot feel his presence. It's just not the same. There's a hollowness to that. Then there's the faithful church. Then there's the lukewarm church. So he's addressing all these churches. Then he shifts at the very end of that, what I just read about, behold, I stand at the door and knock. And he goes on to him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on the throne, overcomes all these things, overcome these churches, overcome the temptation to be lukewarm, overcome the temptation to be dead, not feeling God in your heart, overcome the temptation to compromise, overcome the temptation to be loveless in your heart in response to other people. After these things, right? Revelation 3 talks about being this overcomer at the end and sitting at him with the throne. After these things, behold, I looked and a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me saying, come up here. And I will show you things which must take place. Come up here. Go up higher. I'm calling. And don't miss. He responded to the first voice which he heard. Because God will speak to us. And then other voices will try and come in and minimize where God's calling us. How God's calling us where he's provoking us, where he's leading us, how he's leading us, what he has said. We hear this thing from God and then we think, oh, wait a minute, does that make sense? Was that really God? 
Am I sure that was God? Maybe that was just me thinking that. Maybe that's just my own thought. No, John responds to the first voice which he heard calling him up higher. And to do what? To showing him things that must take place. You have to be able to go through this door in response to a deeper level, leveling up, right? He's, he says, come up here, not come over, not come back, come up, level up. And I will show you things that must take place. Things that you do not know right now. Things you are unaware of right now. If you will level up, I will reveal to you these things. Maybe just one step at a time, but I will begin to direct you. You will recognize my direction. You will respond to the first voice you heard. And we will journey down a path together to fulfill destiny of what I have for you in this season right now. Remember, we talked about the new wine last week. It connects with leveling up, allowing the changes to take place in us, yielding our hearts to the Lord, getting deeper into his presence, responding to his voice without hesitation and knowing what he knows seeing what he sees, hearing what he hears, and doing what he does. Like Jesus said, I only do what I see my father do. That is why God is trying to get us to come up higher. He wants to, us to have that same clarity of vision that Jesus had, where we can turn and say, when persecution comes, when attacks come, when the fiery dots come, we can turn and say, just like Jesus did, I only do what I see my father doing. So no matter what you say, no matter what comes my way, it's not going to rattle me. It's not going to shake me because I leveled up. I responded to the first voice of the trumpet sounding saying, come up here and I will show you things which must take place powerful stuff. Let's get addicted to revelation. Let's get addicted to God's voice. Let's make it a habit. Like I can't live without the revelation of God. I need it. I crave it. I can't live without God's voice. I need it. I crave it. Let's get heaven's point of view. Like let's, let's get the real breaking news. Let's get the real story. Let's get the real plan instead of so many other voices. And it comes by being in tune, in the presence of God, listening to the Holy Spirit, inviting the Holy Spirit in, just like Jesus said, I'm knocking at the door, inviting Jesus in, invite all three of them in to your time, into that secret place with you. You know, in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9, it says, I has not seen, nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God, verse 10, but God has revealed them to us. He is a revealer of mysteries. He's not wanting to keep us in the dark. He's not wanting us to be blind to what's going on. He wants us to know. And he's saying, if you will come up here with me, I will show you 
you will have revelation. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things. Yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Verse 11. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. But us, we have received the spirit. So as the spirit in us, we can have that knowing and that revelation. We've received the spirit who is from God. That what? In verse 12, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. The Holy Spirit, if you jump down to verse 13, the Holy Spirit teaches and will show us and bring us revelation, bring us breakthrough through this open portal, through this door, right? By looking up, by leveling up, by going up, the time is up. Now we need to level up.